You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also love to dive into other nerdy subjects we all love to frolic about in our free time. And the Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show, just go to patreon.com slash thebatmanbc. Anything that you are willing to help with keeps that generator running in the Wayne Manor study. Now, thanks for listening to episode number 94, Batman in February. As you know now, this is the 12th time, a full year's worth of us doing the Batman wrap-ups. And I say we because it's not just me. It's uh, joining me is the regular, the the most VIP of all the VIPs here in uh, the Batman book club. And he's also the only Italian that I think of when I hear Italian. It's Peter Arvera. Peter, hello. Would you say I'm the associate producer of the Batman Book Club? Yeah. And I think this is a case where you you earn that title. I actually earned the title. That's great. You know, you did the work. I did. You know, I, I, I did the it's work. actually a job title I had for eleven years. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did earn it. You actually got paid as an associate producer I did. in your career. I did. So I, it just wasn't a t-shirt. Well, <laughs> well, came with a paycheck. well, now I'm in trouble because I don't know that I'm I'm paying you. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> thanks for geez. all your work, Pete. <laughs> I, uh, I guess this is, this is part of community service for my uh, my troubled youth. Yeah. So uh, thanks for thanks for returning to do this. And Pete, this is the like I said, this is the the twelfth time we've done this. So we have completed. An entire year of the monthly wrap-ups wow we yeah. did we started this a year ago huh wow. yeah because because fear state took books. over yeah fear state took over january and february and i remember i remember making the phone call with you and uh walking down the streets of chicago and i was like pete i have this idea how about um, a regular how appearance? about i put pepperoni on deep dish and i was like all right i'm pretty sure that's already been done <laughs> that's not an original idea I thought I was trailblazing, and uh, yeah. I was not. No, I was traveling. And <laughs> That's what you get for eating in that goddamn Olive Garden. <laughs> hey, when you're there, you're family. I thought you Italians <laughs> would understand it. <laughs> That's, I mean, that might be like third cousin family, you know? Those are like holidays. The cousin you don't talk about? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, those are the relatives you only see on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Fantastic. If, if the Olive Garden, now I haven't, I'm not far in my Sopranos watch. If the Olive Garden was a character from the Sopranos, they'd be dead already. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoa, shit. <laughs> That's fierce. Would have been dead by episode two. Oh, my God. Uh, well, anyways, uh, Pete, thanks for coming back to do this. Thanks for sticking it through this long. I mm. hope we last another year. Because it is a, as we always discover, it's a lot of work. Some months are a lot 
of work. Some are a little easier, but it's a lot of work. What do you think is more difficult, actually reading the books or figuring out when we do the show? Since it's just you and I uh, reading the books. Right. Only because, well, I'd, I'd throw another one in there and remembering each issue specific. That's why, that's why I always say send the list. It gets, it makes me, I, I have to do some backtrack and then only when you and I talk and then I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, what, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, I read more than just Batman. I read a lot. So it's yeah. like, I'm like, I don't, dude, I don't even remember what I read last week. <laughs> yeah. And that's where, and that's where I say, you keep coming back and doing it and I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, thanks Pete. Let's get, You're welcome. now let's get hopping into some Batman in February. You've been a busy bee uh, this the past two months, and you've got one more month to go of this 12-week issue run of Detective Comics. Uh, we, we started off last, the Batman in January talk, wrapping up that whole month in just one, one bit, and we're going to do that again. So in February, there are four issues. Detective Comics 1051 through 1054, continuing continuing. The Shadows of the Bat story. Uh, Pete, take it away because this is your this is your bread and butter. This is your big. Uh, I don't know. This is your deal. <laughs> I I can't wait till this is over. Not because I'm not <laughs> enjoying it, but this is <laughs> this is a hell of a commitment every week. Uh, I I really miss writing one review a month. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, uh, really, uh, I I think Tamaki's done a really good job progressing the story. Um, she's moved it along. We've learned a lot of things. Um, I I think that though there there's three issues that are very similar. I think she went to the well a little too often. Like in 1051 and 1052, we had this great um, kind of we we saw final you know we we saw Psycho Pirate lose control of Arkham Tower and there was basically a giant riot and then it it pops up again in like uh, 1054 and you're just kind of like okay well we've seen this before they're, they're slightly different. Um, but she does, uh, she does a really great job of making me not miss Batman at all in detective comics, which may sound insane to some people, but How dare you. I think each, I think each member of the team fills in a role that Batman does by himself, uh, which just again, shows you how great Batman is as an individual, because you have this collective team who does essentially one specific thing that he does all on his own, uh, which is great. But, um, you know, sh- she does a great job of letting each character shine, um, my my only i feel like while i've really enjoyed what max rayner has done with the artwork at times it felt uh, a little sloppy uh there were sometimes there were bat emblems missing even luis guerrero like sometimes uh, cassandra's logo her, her emblem was completely yellow the next panel it had the outline like so there they while the artwork is still good and very good it's it, those little things just annoy me as a comic book fan because it's like I'm like guys, like, like I don't, I, and I don't know what their schedule is. Like they could be working on multiple things, and they could have rushed this. But it's, it seems to be that, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't the tightest. Like, whereas like Ivan Reese was, his art was beautiful but underutilized. Whereas Rainer kind of was more utilized with action and stuff. But at times he just kind of was a little bit sloppy. Um, interesting things where we finally we get a really good backstory between Doctor Ware and Psycho Pirate. 
uh we learned that dr ware has like 55 lives like this guy is the greatest used car salesman of all time he could he could convince anybody to do any kind of bullshit he wants over the phone yeah um you know and there, there's like you know there's cool elements of certain movies like if you like i don't know if she did this intentionally tamaki but like in certain issues it's like oh this reminds me of die hard and then this reminds me of total recall and it's like just little elements like when when arkham when arkham seals shut and everyone's trapped inside that reminds me of like the two week scene in total recall you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just everyone's freaking out you know and it's uh there's there's those things that hark back um but i don't know but what about you what did you think of these books well before i forget i did love in 1052 um dr meridian comes out of cafe first Mm-hmm. that's a nice little nod you know what the the nod there of antoine first yeah i thought it was a great small, it, this is not relevant to the story at all but i i knew an incoming across that like i need to note this and say it because i know uh it's, peter, it's just peter it's funny because like be like oh that's fun we know the, the names <laughs> she wasn't in any uh, she, you know antoine first uh passed away before batman returned so like it just it's just kind of funny it's like oh Chase Meridian, Anton first. Like at first <laughs> yeah. I didn't make the connection and I was like, oh, okay, there it is at first. Obviously, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Peter. Oh, you. Um, I think that the story, I think that the story is actually is good. I can agree with you in the sense of uh, not miss Batman. It'd be hard to try and I think Batman being included in this book uh, would take away from the, there are other characters that are doing this Ooh. because I would Ooh. be more of like, get me back to Batman. But I know I knew heading into this, Batman's not going to be in it. He's not going to be in it. This isn't about Batman. Okay, so it's it's easy to I don't know to just accept that that this is going to be about like the family working together in this Arkham Tower. I liked how last month was kind of about building up of the perception of what Arkham Tower is, and this mm-hmm. section, like this act, it's almost like it's going to be like a three X deal. This act is breaking that down and showing us behind the scenes what's really happening. Uh, which yeah. is pretty cool because we, I mean, we knew last month because they showed us of day, I don't know, 42 or 43, that it's just chaos and that there's murder. And you're kind of like, oh man, everything's gone crazy. How are we getting there? And this has taken us to that point. Uh, I'm again, I'm really glad that it is weekly because having to wait, I think, could make it feel too slow if we had to wait for this well like, now we know why it is a month exactly yeah and we'll you get know, to Zdarsky's that gonna take over at some point yeah and for batman at least um i agree with with rainer and i don't i mean just honest feelings i feel the art can be too generic at times i mean we, you kicked off the book with ivan uh reese or reyes uh which I say great reese, art I yeah. okay ivan not Ivan Ooze, uh, just Ivan. And his art, I mean, his art is fantastic. And then yeah. it's pretty detailed and distinct. And Rainer's at times can just seem very just I, there. And I, I disagree with you on that. I think Rainer's okay. art is very detailed. I, I actually compared him to uh, Jorge Jimenez. I think they have that very, very similar, very fine line, uh, detailed artwork. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's very generic at all. Not throughout, just there are times I thought, but okay. This, uh oh, Pete and I are gonna fight. We're fighting the first fight on the Batman Book Club is with Peter Vera. Um, I, I will got a lose. nasty left hook, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scrappy, but that's all I have. <laughs> uh, but I, 
I mean, I like where it's building. I like the use of psychopire. I do like that. Um, everything's closing in on Doctor Ware. Yeah, the inclusion and at of a your, rapid pace too. Yeah, and and that's cool. You can. I feel Tamaki, who has been stellar on Detective uh, since she started on the book. Now it, it, it you can almost as a reader feel it too because he's got uh, penguins coming. Penguins and closing in or closing in because it's like, hey, you owe me, which your boy Oswald, you'll always take Oswald and he's closing in. But then to pay him, it's like, where's got to reach out to you know, this connection to try and get that debt paid off. But now he's got this debt from this other person. He's just robbing just Peter feels, to pay Paul. Yeah. It, and it's it's wild. And then, yeah, what are they? You see the crashers, the party crashers. Where yeah. did we see them before? Were they in uh, Batman? They weren't in Batman, I, were they? I think they're just like, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're just kind of like Fear State uh, Magistrate. Rejects. They're Fear State. Okay, because I knew that if there I, was because of their armor. It looks magistrate armor. Looks magistrate armor. Okay, because I was I was really trying to think like, where did we see these guys before? I don't know that we saw them in Detective. Like this was recently, not as in like, oh, in you know, in 1997 they showed up. No, this was like within the past year for sure. I'd say sometime between like Joker, Joker War, and. Uh, future state like somewhere in there okay because they, um, they have like a joker motif going on yeah but i think i don't know i think it's i think it's fun i think it's good uh i even more so i love and i mean love this backup story it might be the greatest backup story of all time and you're not exaggerating you're being totally no honest. being yeah. honest it's just it's, it's so good i would not have i wish it was its own title me too and i think they're like eight pages is the backup each time so i was even trying to do the math like okay eight times 12 that's like 90 that's not even enough for it to sell as its own you know collected trade either because i think this this kid uh like i don't know it's just rosenberg who's been on a roll lately yeah matthew rosenberg he's just somehow he's just he's got me invested in this kid and i think the artwork is really good too it reminds me of uh john paulian okay uh a little bit i thought uh, I mean, it just really looks like that that creature of the the creature of the night batman creature mm-hmm. of the night book that he did um yeah yeah and it is i did i think you're correct fernando blanco is the artist but i mean just as we see they can go on this journey with this kid and the elements and his interaction with jason todd and then i think it is uh detective at the end of 1052 it's like batman and robin especially robin want to like arrest the kid and take him to Arkham because penguins using him mm-hmm. using kids as killers and, and stuff. And then the kids yelling back at him. It's not right. Batman's making an army of boys. Like, yeah, uh, he's pretty smart kid. He's able to pick out a Robin. <laughs> he, you know, he knows there's a different Robin each time. So this yeah. kid's pretty brilliant. It's just, he's got a horrible string of bad luck. Yeah. And really just being, you know, thrown through the gauntlet of Gotham city. Which, he's in Arkham know, as a kid. Arkham as a kid, he's interacting <laughs> with Clayface, he, you know, and then, you know, and then as the story progresses, you find out when in time it takes place. Like it, it's happening during nightfall. It's happening. During uh-huh. the land. All that's so really when cool. Bane, when Bane breaks out, everybody in nightfall, the kid doesn't want to go. But then Bane kind of like forces his hand and makes this kid fight Zaz. And you're like, oh, my God, like this it get, goes from bad to worse. And then and then during nightfall, as bats like throws a batarang and he knocks him yeah. off a bridge and then no yeah. man's land comes and he's still just trying to start. And, you know, at one point he was trying to leave Gotham and 
Mm -hmm. He knows he can't survive in this city. He knows the city is a cesspool and it's just, it's going to destroy him, but he can't get out like nothing. There's something preventing him from leaving. And it's just a force of nature. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you really feel for the guy because it's just like, man, like, you know, he just knows he's not going to live long in Gotham, but he cannot seem to escape the city. And I I love where we started with this because I thought it was just going to be a short little like, oh, this kid. Oh, look, at Scarecrow's the bad guy. And it's like, no, no, that was just like the first like three parts. And then where it's gone since then is really I really like it. I really liked that Bane part. I yeah, I thought it was very cool. Like. I know Bane's a bad guy, duh, but I really liked almost like him being the mentor. Um, yeah, the mentor to him and and stuff and the lesson learning with that and stuff. I thought that was really cool. And yeah, I just I even what Oswald was doing, like Oswald was doing some interesting stuff with the Ozzy had some good like uh yeah. fatherly figure advice and money and like you'll work for me, but hey, the rest is your free time. Here's some money, go have some fun. And yeah. you know, stuff like it's I I don't know. I'm a huge fan of this backup story. So I wasn't, I wasn't all in on this shadow of the bat shadows of the bat um, arc because I'm like, I don't know, but yeah, it's kind of, it's won me over. I think it's, it's really cool. I know it's it's, a good story. I give it a solid B. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm there too. So far they've got the last, it can probably top out at the last four issues in March. um, But nothing shows that it's going to fall flat or anything either so no I she's like what really they're doing. consistent tamaki's really good uh-huh. she knows so what she's doing. it's just going to be a lot of work for you to continue to review <laughs> yeah it's just that's yeah it's just which is good you know like keeps me busy um yeah i've already got next week's review written which is nice so there you go boom so moving along uh that first tuesday in february was batman number 120 uh, that's a book that I review. So for every four reviews that Pete writes for Batman on film, I write one. <laughs> Remember those days where we were tied neck and neck for a number of posts? Yeah, those are long gone. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'd like to thank uh, McFarland Toys and Batwoman for that as well. <laughs> uh, I've been a huge fan. So this is Josh Williamson's uh, arc. Po- uh, this is post Tynan. This is his third issue. Of, since he's taken the book over and i'm a huge fan of this arc i really i'm really loving it i'm really loving the art i'm loving the look and this fight mm-hmm. of uh the abyss uh and the, just like the kind of like the inclusion of batman inc the inclusion of lex luther and where's the story going which i think we kind of know where but i don't want to say in case people haven't stumbled across that yet uh I just think that it's paced really well. I think it's interesting. I think it's kind of fun and it ends on a, on a good note. Uh, I I really like this. There's one issue left to wrap it up. And then uh, I could say that I'm, you know, overall, I like a B plus maybe a minus for this arc mm-hmm. so far. I really, I really like it. Uh, for me, I, I enjoy the art more than I do the story. Not saying okay. the story is bad. Sure. Uh, it's just it, Batman. It's like anything involving like Batman Inc. and mm-hmm. or like those Batman R.I.P. characters is always kind of like I'm always like all right, two strikes. <laughs> it's just it's not really my jam. You waited to see um, that when I was taking a drink. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, but you know, it, it, I I think the Lex Luthor stuff is really cool. Uh, I like what he's doing. I like how by the end of the book, uh, there's the twist. Um, I don't know what Abyss is up to, which is which is interesting. And uh, yeah. you know, I appreciate being kind of on the edge of my seat there. 
Um, I, you know, it just, I, I while well, I mean, it's funny because this is going to go back to Detective. While I enjoy Detective and what Tamaki's doing there, I do wish that Batman was in Gotham City. Mm-hmm. As like, where is he right now? Is he in France? Where is he? Oh crap! I forget. Uh, no, I don't Bar- think it's France. No, it's not. Barashina. That's I don't know where that place is. Is that a real place? Is that a real place or is that a DC You keep place? talking and I will Google it. It's right in the front page. <laughs> I don't know if it's a real city, but uh, no, I'm digging it. I mean, it's a cool. It's in the South China story. Sea. Okay. In the okay. vicinity of so Indonesia. So it is a real city. All right. No, no, just oh. in DC land. Oh, it's DC land. Okay. That's interesting. Um, which uh, actually we'll talk about uh, something related to that topic in a okay. few books. But I, I enjoy Batman interacting with his detective. Um, you know, I, I think. You know, Williamson does a really good job with Bruce Wayne and stuff. I just, I, I am just not a fan of Batman Inc. Uh, while I gotcha. love seeing the Oval back, um, you know, it, I, I'm, I mean, I'll give the story a B. You know, I'm not going to give it like, in, uh, I'm not going to go higher. Sure. Than it, though. I, in Batman Inc., my, I'm not like, I, I, if they announce Batman Inc., I'm not like, oh my God, I need to be there right away and get the precision. I, I don't, I don't look for more Batman Inc. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. Like we've done it. I did an episode with the with Batman Inc. with Justin Kowalski on this show before, and um, I like that story arc and stuff. But uh, Justin I likes think... all the stories I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You love three thrill killer. I see it on a mounted oh, on your yeah. wall behind you right now. Yeah. Um, but I think what's different here is just because at its heart, it's it is kind of like it's a mystery. And mm-hmm. it's not, there isn't much screen time for Batman Inc. Like Batman is in most of, you know, pretty much he's on a, almost every single page here. He, we're following him through this and it's not solely focused on Batman Inc. Instead, it's Batman Inc's murdered. This Abyss character is the murderer. Oh, wait, no, no, I'm sorry. Batman Inc. murdered somebody. Batman needs to solve this and figure that out interacts with this like you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. it's not direct focus like morrison made on batman he gets up well I think we'll that's see what why next it, is, that's why it works for me for yes exactly so we'll see with that we know what the cover is there's a character coming back that i'm not excited about so um we'll see but so far i'm i just i really really like this arc maybe it's because it, it, this story follows a long streak of the book that i just was not enjoying for the longest time so maybe that makes it maybe that's why i like it maybe more than a lot of others too i don't know mm-hmm. not gonna just, try I, and make excuses or yeah. anything but that could be for me i just feel it's setting up something i didn't like before so it's like okay yeah you're harking Makes back sense. to that and that's fine okay um, did you read the backup to this no uh <laughs> I, I i thought it was cool i kind of dig this i don't know too much about this version of robin um, I don't know if she's an incontinuity Robin. I, I, I think it, it, Gotham Academy or something like that. I don't read that actual title, but this version of Robin, I, her name escapes me. Um, she's popped up before, I think, in uh, Urban Legends, and uh, it's it's just it's a very interesting story. Uh, uh, it's way more fantastical, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it's it's just a, for some reason their dynamic really works for me, and. Uh, you know, it, it's not nearly as good as Rosenberg's, but I think it's a fun, cute little, like, just kind of Batman and Robin story in, at its heart. So I think it's it's worth it. Maybe with this next issue, I'll just grab all four of them, all four of these issues, because this backup's been throughout this arc, right? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe I'll just do like a, just a sit down and just go through all four in like, you know, 20 minutes or something. And then I can yeah. be like, Pete, what are you talking about? Where Pete, I trust Peter's recommendations. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Remek recommended Justice League. Uh, what was the winner? Endless winter. story. Endless winter. And that's what I credit of Peter Vera. Well, yeah, no one, no one else believed in that story for the longest time. They need to, they need to hire you. So, uh, there we go with the first February or the first Tuesday in February. Her the name second is Mia, one, by the way, Mia. Okay, Mia, Mia Mizugochi. Okay, if I pronounce that properly, I've never. Does it mean I didn't overlook something? But I've never seen or heard of her prior to this. So, uh, yeah, I think she's I don't, original I don't, character. I don't know what continuity she's in. Like I, I, I gave okay. up trying to figure out continuity, but like I've seen her appear in, I believe it was ba- one Batman Urban Legend story, and she's in uh, Gotham uh, Gotham Academy, I believe. Gotcha. Okay. Someone else had to tell me that. I didn't figure that out on my own. <laughs> <laughs> well, you. Uh, that's good of you to admit. Um, unlike some people, I, I'll admit when I'm wrong. Good. <laughs> Are you combing your beard? I, I I brush it, yes. Oh, I thought you might have had that the comb. I do the have comb. a comb, but I, the comb I got comb? you. The back comb. Oh, I have that. Where is that? It's never it's not too far away. It's around here. It's with the it's with the rest of my uh with the rest of my wooden combs. Okay. Well, I just saw it and I thought, wait, is that the back comb? So no, I, I the have this the isn't brush. the one you got me, but I go. do have other wooden combs. So it's around here somewhere. I, can't, I have no idea. Now I need to, now I need to find it. Santa Batman <laughs> sent uh, Peter a a bat a bat comb for the beard. Yeah. Now now he's past Christmas. Really distracted me. He distracted you. Okay. <laughs> Let's continue on with this conversation over. then. <laughs> <laughs> so that second Tuesday in February, uh, mm. it was quite a heavy a Batman day on uh that tuesday let's first talk batman catwoman number 10 mm-hmm. i'm gonna need you to go first because you didn't read it. i don't really remember what happened uh it, it was for me this is one of the better issues i thought uh you did post King that on was, twitter i remember that you loved it and i was like huh, yeah because i liked it more of, than i did yeah just because you know like i feel like the past it, this book has been kind of up and down for me mm-hmm um, but between the Christmas special and this, I thought that because I feel like those are the <laughs> I feel like those are the last two issues. I feel like there's a huge gap in between all these books now. Um, but I think King does a really great job of going between like you know past and present, and there's some really good uh, uh, Catwoman Joker stuff. But I think the stuff between uh, is, is it I can't remember is it Helena is their daughter's name Helena in this story. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I, I lose track of whatever their kid's name is at the time. Uh, but the Helena Cat, uh, Selena stuff was really kind of like groundbreaking for me, especially the end. Like I didn't see that happening. And I was just kind of like, whoa, dude, what are you doing here? Like you're, you know, just, and, and the way the two stories kind of parallel each other, I thought he did a magnificent job. I, I really do think this is some of his finest writing. And I mean, just, I'm so happy to have Clayman back. Just, oh God. The artwork that Clayman has on this book is so good. It's what I missed. No offense to Liam Sharp, but it's what I missed these past few issues because there's just kind of no, I feel like there's no comparison. 
I think Sharps is to me is like kind of sloppy and messy and hard to follow. This is just like, it's very easy to see what's going on, but there's so much like detail. And I think like the, the sketch, uh, like almost like a sketchy look looks really good. And then follows it up with almost a little photorealistic in a way. And, and I think I, I really love, and it just makes me think the, the animated series Catwoman outfit Um, that I think that's probably the, that's the past, I'd think. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's the past. I I love him, him illustrating that. I just kind of feel while reading it too of I don't know what the point was. Like, what are we what are we working toward? What you know? Because there's barely any Batman in this one. Which, I mean, we understand why he's knocked out from a, an encounter with the Joker, and then it's just Catwoman and Joker. Mm-hmm. And I think what I got out of it is and maybe this is the point joker's trying to bring out in her that she's kind of not being her natural self batman yes. is holding she's, in joker's eyes he's changed. holding her he's holding her back and obviously in our eyes it's like batman's doing the good of like keeping her from doing like crossing the line mm-hmm. and i get that but it's almost like i don't it's almost like, okay, and, and I'm waiting for something else with this issue and I didn't really get it. I feel like this has been more of a Catwoman Joker story than anything else. For sure. Uh-huh. Um, which is funny because I feel be like the Joker joke. book is a Jim Gordon story. <laughs> um, yeah. Which is just, it's just funny. Uh, I just, I, I, I just, I think like most of Tom King's work, you're going to have to wait till the very end for the payoff. Yeah. Like he just kind that's kind of his style. He doesn't really rush into things. I, I will say, like, this is totally different than his Batman run. Like, I, I've never seen him write so many words. <laughs> Usually <laughs> during Batman, it was kind of like a couple bubbles and mostly some grunts. But yeah, uh, seven minutes later, did, you're done with the issue. Yeah. And but when he actually like he's got a lot of exposition here and things seem very thought out and methodical. And like I said, the whole like fight between the fights that parallel, like when she's fighting when Catwoman is fighting Joker and then when she's fighting Helena, like that to me was just like, Oh man, like you're really, this is interesting. You know, this is it, just the back and forth. And I like the nonlinear stuff. And while I still don't like Helena's outfit as, as I guess she's Batwoman. Um, I just, I'm just mesmerized by this. And it's just, I, I just wish the story had like more consistency. Cause sometimes like Garrett's going to kill me on this. I was like, sometimes I'm like, man, this, this is just boring but i thought that this story i don't know if it's because it was basically constant action but it really just kept my attention gotcha i think the layouts were this one was the most you so you could have like three panels you have each timeline but it's almost like i don't want to say this so let's let's take for so three three panels and it's selena in joker's face punches joker and then joker falls but the first panel is the past the second panel is the present the third panel is the future almost of the same thing but it's like you it's almost like you get the story through one page for all three timelines does that make sense I think there's like a layout here that really like each one matches, but also takes you to the next 
like action mm-hmm. it, it each one plays out but it's like you i don't i think it's really smart and yeah, I, it's I, it's clever and it's and it's good but like i said with i almost just feel more of like oh okay it's bruce's quote-unquote holding catwoman back okay mm-hmm. and and i'm waiting for that and which is what I've, I feel a little bit with this book. I'm waiting for the next part. But I think for you, when the last issue comes out, I'm going to do a full binge of the whole, the whole thing mm-hmm. right before I read that last issue in hopes that like I'll refresh all of it. Because, you know, we're entering, what was it, December of 2020, I think was the first issue. Was so here we are. Yeah. So we're, we're entering the second year of this 12-issue book. So that's a lot of time, and maybe this is one that it well, just there's been a lot of delays. So yeah, so, so I think you're saying with the artwork because there's like after the Joker's doing like the Snow Angel, he like tries to kick Catwoman, and then that panel goes into Helena kicking Selena. Yeah, you know, so like he, it, it's I think it's actually a, just a kind of an interesting way to tell a story. Yeah, you know, especially if you do this like non-linear thing. Um, yeah, I think I, it's I'm, yeah, I'm I like it. it. I like that. It's I think that it is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I said, my only hesitancy is what I've just said like three times now. Um, but I'm not saying that in a way of this book sucks, cancel. Blah, blah. It's like, no, I'm in. There's two issues left. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I I'm, definitely want to see how it ends. Yeah, I'm not going to stop now. But uh, if you haven't started it yet, don't jump in now. Wait for the collected, the collected trade coming in 2024. I mean, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you to track down the back issues. <laughs> That's right. And just, just, you know, collect it and wait, have your own collected edition. It's good. You, you're responsible for this. It's good to have urban legends, Batman, urban legends back in the talk for the monthly wrap up. So Batman, urban legends, number 12 last month, I didn't read number 11. You did specifically Ooh. pointing out two stories. Um, I read both of those stories. And then for this month, I started with the Zatanna one and I just couldn't get into it. So then I skipped to the Ace one. And I'll talk about the Ace one first. Yeah, I love this Ace story. Yeah, Um, these are these are drawings of animals, but I was feeling it for the animals the whole time. And I wanted these humans to uh, get torn up and shredded. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I, I think we're on the same page here. Um, I like the Zatanna story a little bit m- more than you. I liked it less than last issue. Um, okay. I'm with you. It kind of took uh, a turn. Like, you know, the first couple, you're kind of like, okay, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. What is the point? Like, last issue, they tease, like, Batman and Zatanna do this thing. They do this, like, ritual, or if that's the right word. And you're kind of like, okay, it'll be explained. And it's not really explained. And then it seems to be like there's this villain and then there's an animal involved in that. And you're like, oh, my God, they suck the life force of this adorable puppy. And I'm like, well, these people need to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and but I think that, you know, the end of the Batman Zatanna story is very good when Constantine gets involved. And I think the Batman Zatanna relationship is something that's it's very underlooked when it comes to Batman's relationships uh, in comics. Um while it may not get as much love as Selena or Talia, I think, I think it's up there. Like there's definitely some sort of connection there between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all know how Batman feels about magic. Maybe that keeps it away. And, and this is something that Tynan digged into a little bit more in detail on his run on detective comics. And I thought he did a brilliant job uh, having uh, Zatara be a friend of the Waynes and all that stuff. And Bruce knowing Zatanna from a child. So it, it's definitely uh 
it's definitely a relationship that I, I really enjoy and dig. Um, I wish I saw more of it. You know, she's no silver St. Cloud, but then again, who is? Yeah. Um, so, but uh, yeah, this one took a little bit more for me to get invested in, um, but I, I'm still into it. I, I'm wondering what Constantine's role in all this is. It is getting very fantastical, very fast. Yeah. And that's not normally my jam with Batman, but you know, like a good story is a good story. So I'm in it like this. This seems like a pretty decent story. Um, the other story, the other stigma by Ram V. I, I love Ram uh, or Ram. Uh, I'm sorry if I pronounce your name wrong, but I have no idea what what you're trying to tell me here. This story <laughs> completely lost me. Who's I don't the main character in that one? On. I don't even know. Okay. Like, I I have no idea. And then there's this clairvoyant GCPD story, uh, Eternity, written by uh, Oh God, I'm going to butcher this guy's name here uh mohal mashigo and uh it's very interesting uh it, it's it's really out there i don't know why this is in a batman book because it doesn't really it well, all it takes place in gotham city it doesn't really seem that batman's involved too much so uh you know and then you get to the a story which is absolutely brilliant uh just you know the first thing i did after i finished this a story was i went and hugged my dog uh it was just you know uh, i love you, know, you. <laughs> yeah i was like god this just really hits me in the feels did it make you um, want to get a chicken or a turtle? <laughs> I mean, uh, no, but now I want to eat Popeyes. Um, but <laughs> so I'll have some chicken at some point. But I think, you know, while Batman's tied up and, you know, they're telling us, uh, you know, the, pres- the his captors are basically baiting him and he's basically saying like, you know, a cage is just an illusion. You know, when you find the will to break free, you will break free. And it's, it's really not that hard to escape a certain doom. And then as he's like saying this, Ace is making his escape and he's utilizing the other animals around Love him. it. And it's, it's really fascinating. Like each he came character back for the bear, role. the bear, and then the turtle, you know, yes. everyone had theirs. And then the chicken, cause the chickens, it's just, I love you know, how smart you know that I love, are. you know, I love proactive turtles. You know, it's like, yes. it always wins me over. All right, carry on. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so really just brilliant stuff. Um, but like, if you're, I, I don't know if I can just tell you, go out and buy this book for two stories for eight bucks. It, you know, the That's anthology tough. books have a hefty price. Um, I'm really enjoying two of the four. So I, I, I will, I will bite the bullet here and just hope the other ones get better. Um, you know, but, uh, and, and they're over at next issue too. Like, uh, 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 Rom's Ram story is over next issue as is uh, eternity in Gotham. So two of these are two out of six, two of them are two out of three. So hopefully, you know, issue uh, 14 will be better overall, but um, it, it's, it's an interesting choice. Like, do you want to spend eight bucks for, two, for a, essentially a book that gets it F right? Yeah. Like, let's be honest. It's, it's, it's half good. And uh, do you want to spend your money on that? And if you say no, I can't blame you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really do think the ace story is pretty fantastic. The ace story is so good. I wish that, I mean, I don't know how well it would do because it's a six parter. I don't know how well it would do if they just did it as its own like mini series, but I think almost, you probably maybe, do it in maybe reprint it. Like, well, I, I mean, it's how many pages is, is that one? I mean, just in this, it's a whole, like it's, tw- it's like 22 pages just itself in this one. Oh, it's that so that long? constitutes okay. a whole a whole issue. So maybe release it as a mini series or collect yeah. it itself, and people should buy it because this it, the story is great. How do you how do you as an as a writer how do you get people to hate your villain? Animal cruelty. 
Mm-hmm. It works in every form of media. And well, just that and are... just being just utterly disrespectful to people who love to, to the people uh, who love animals. Like yeah. this, this guy runs a pet cemetery and uh, instead of burying the, uh, the dead loved ones of, you know, these people, he puts them in the incinerator. So, you know, he's also lying to you. You don't go there to, you know, you're not going to the gravesite to mourn your dog. Your dog's not even there. And I think that as, you know, as a pet owner myself, that would drive me crazy if I found out that, you know, Mm -hmm. my dog didn't have a resting place is now is who knows where, where are these ashes? So uh, just this guy is just a bad guy overall. uh, uh, overall, I really hope he ace bites him in the crotch. Yeah. The turtle is on like basically on the treadmill because otherwise he's going to go in the incinerator. Like what the Mm -hmm. hell? And then the sad, I mean, the sad part about the bear illustrated perfectly of like how sad that bear looks after he's, I don't want to sound like I'm a big PETA guy because I think PETA is pretty ridiculous. Like I I totally don't agree with him on the stance on the bullpen in baseball. Like that's total idiocracy. (laughs) They just, Oh God, shut up. But, but (laughs) right now, like, yes, I, I, I am an animal. (laughs) I'll be an animal activist with some common sense. Yeah. And I mean, it's a comic story, but still, it's just like, it's, it's very effective. This is how it's how they want us over on an ACE story. And the art is Carl Mostert, uh, Mostert, which is a Colonel Mustard. Okay. Colonel Mustard. It's a great blend of Andy Clark and Chris Burnham. I think, I think those two styles anyway, as itself were always pretty, pretty close. Um, Mm -hmm. They were close cousins uh, in the Italian family, not these distant Olive Garden Italian family cousins. Uh, their their work looks very similar, and I think this is like a, a good blend of that work. So yeah, this Urban Legends is a mixed bag overall. The Ace story in it is aces. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that sums up Urban Legends in general. Like yeah, you know, it's a hefty price tag. You got four story. It's a crapshoot. You're it's yep. it's probably the biggest gamble you can. Yeah, uh, you can buy on. Uh, I broke on, down the math for you last yeah. month. It's eight dollars. Mm-hmm. An issue of a comic book is four dollars. You're getting two good stories out of it, so it's almost like you are getting your money's worth. So I'm getting you two are, bad Peter. stories for free. Yeah, two. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! The grifter. And I think I think this cover I picked up is pretty cool. You know, the I like the orange uh, background yeah. and just Batman with all the main characters in it, and it just yeah, it really pretty, sells that. Like cool. this story, this book is all about Ace right now. Yep. Um, it's 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 kind of funny how urban legends, the two best stories went from uh, Jason Todd and Batman to Ace the Bat Hound. Like that's right. <laughs> a wide range of stories are being told in Batman Urban Legends. But no regrets. So the title fits. Yes. Uh, I wanted to. This is this is all you. I am Batman number six. Yeah. You decided to pick this one up and start. You haven't read I Am Batman up to this point. So tell us on how you got to this point. Uh, Well, I I mean, I wasn't a, I I gave uh, Future State uh, Next Batman a chance. I didn't really enjoy it. And I I don't know if that's necessarily Mr. Ridley's fault as much as it is DC's fault. Uh, Whereas 5G might've been something that uh, Jace Fox would have been explored in, in a little bit greater detail as opposed to, Mm-hmm. Four oversized issues, I believe it was. So uh, I didn't give uh, I Am Batman a chance when it first started. But when issue six was announced and they said it was coming to Gotham City, uh, Gotham City, coming to New York City, uh, that's very close to home for me. So I decided to give it a chance uh, because, as we mentioned earlier, uh, there are a lot of fake cities in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. So to see an actual city, especially a city close to home for me, 
uh, is not something that really ha- happens very often in DC. It's mostly something that happens in Marvel, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's kind of refreshing to see a, a real life city and local landmarks throughout the book. And that's, you know, the, so the gimmick of getting him into New York was very, is what attracted me to the book. And I kind of dig this like really sadistic murder mystery we're going on. And I like what Jace is doing and, uh, you know, how the, how the, city of new york is basically the mayor and the, and the police commissioner they're, they're like all right we don't want to happen in gotham we don't want what happened in gotham to happen here so mm-hmm. let's endorse batman let's make batman you know a, a figure uh, that people can look up to let's let's embrace this guy and it's it's interesting how you know they want to work with batman um, but there's also other angles involved, like not everyone's really on board, but everyone's going with the mayor's plan. So, again, you have corrupt city officials, uh, you've got crime. Uh, and so it's, it is very Gotham City like, but also like there's there's no Joker. It seems very street level, normal street level. You know, there, it just seems like, you know, there, it, it, one is, there's this there's a serial killer there. It seems like there's a guy with a sniper. He's taking down just regular gang people. Um, so it, it seems extremely more realistic than even a uh, Batman is, you know, or something mm-hmm. like Batman, the imposter. Cause it's like, it, it, there's nothing really that fantastical. Um, but, and I, I, and I, and I dig the armor that Jace is wearing. It kind of reminds me of, of what we're getting. It looks like a hybrid of like, it looks like what Jim Lee drew for uh, Pattinson when the fandom poster, like nice. it's got like that plated look in the chest in the abs area, but it looks very Jim Lee Batman in the cowl. Like it, it look it, it's it's the artwork solid. Who drew this book? Um, uh, I'm trying to get to the credits here. They're probably at the back. So, oh, Ken Lashley, who is fantastic. I met him at a, a East Coast Comic Con back in 2018. He signed my copy nice. of like Superman Doomed number one. Uh, so yeah. he's he's a great artist. Uh, I, and uh, he's actually a friend of my of my cousin Nicole. Believe it or not, uh, she, she used to date some. Com- she used to date what was his name? He used to draw Ninja Turtles books. Kevin Eastman? No, I'm kidding. No, no, she's not that old. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's blanking on me. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm a big fan of Lashley. Uh, and it, it's, you know, and, and then it involves like, um, oh, I forget her name, but there's a cop who, who basically was kicked out of Gotham by Montoya and everything because she didn't agree with vigilantes. And now she's leading up the task force to work with Batman. So she's not happy with it. So there's that angst in there. And I, I I'm, I'm enjoying it. Like for one issue in and I'm excited uh, to see where it goes. And I just, I like having a, my own superhero uh, while Batman is a uh, traditionally a New Jersey native, uh, which is great. Uh, most people don't realize that Gotham city is in New Jersey, Southern New Jersey. It's the only good thing about South Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's good to have Batman <laughs> in the New York uh, metropolitan area. Nice uh, to comment quick on the cover. I know that there's a variant cover by Francesca Matina who mm. is almost getting to like Bermeo level covers. I love Francesco Matina covers. Mm. That's a badass cover. Um, but okay, there you go. I am Batman. Did you Stepping read it? Outside of no, I know. Yeah, hold on a second. Just because you skipped the first five issues, buddy. I gave it a shot. I gave it a shot. Buckaroo. Okay. I, hey, hold on. I admit when I'm wrong. Hold, I should have read this from right issue there. one. You I admit you, when I'm wrong. You ditched Scooby Doo. So why don't you just check yourself before you? Uh, wreck it wasn't yourself, any good. Buddy, okay. Oh, hey now, hey now, come on. <laughs> Ouch. Well, that's our transition into Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries number 11. Oh, he, right. I'm not going to say it wasn't good. This is my least favorite issue. Oh, I guess I was right. 
second to last uh, issue of this series. And yeah, I was very like, meh. And partially because the creeper is in it. I have never liked the creeper. I've, I've always thought the creeper is obnoxious. Uh, just don't like the character. And yeah, there's, I mean, in this is, but I think the weirdest thing is that this may be the most Scooby-Doo-ish issue. As in like following almost the format of the, the old show and everything. And yeah, something about it just didn't click with me. And it was very, meh, just okay. Meh. So there you go. Right. I'm not going to ask you to go back to the comic shop and pick up this one, Pete. Did they do an issue with Scrappy that I missed? They have not. Thank God. Well, uh, you we'll love Scrappy. That one for sure. I'm a big Scrappy Doo fan. Yes, I, I am. hate Scrappy. Yeah, you have bad taste. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> just you can almost say, out. like, hey, I'm friends with you, Pete. And you're like, like I said, uh, like I said, taste. you have bad taste. <laughs> you've, you've, you've texted me multiple times while you're eating at the Olive Garden. <laughs> Check your mouth. Uh, the I, I can't wait to try it by Lil- the Olive Garden. Lillian's, Billy's, what's that place called? Logan's. Why you, Every yeah, time it's a new name, yes. it's a different name. Okay. Wolverine's. I want to try Wolverine's, Wolverine's Steakhouse. Came up to Wolverine's. All right. So the, the next Tuesday, February 15th. I think we're both going to land on the same place here. Batman, the night number two of 10 by this uh, is the Chip, story that takes place in Paris. Chip Zdarsky and Pete said it briefly at the top of the show. But yes, it was just announced that Zdarsky is going to become uh, the writer on for the Batman main title with Jorge Jimenez returning as art. Mm-hmm. Um My not liking of the title when Jimenez was on it was not in any part because of him. Uh, I just didn't care for the story. So this, because of Zdarsky, how good Zdarsky is, and especially as of late with uh, Jimenez's art, like I, I'm very excited for the future of the Batman title. As for Batman the Night, P, I loved this issue. Loved it. It's very good. It's very good. I love the, the this. I think the night is good because you could almost, people could roll their eyes. Because, oh, great, another Batman book. But it's giving us something different than what we're seeing in the other ones. We're seeing that while Bruce is traveling and learning. This is That's what this journey is going to, this title is mm-hmm. going to be. And, I mean, here we have a, we have a mystery. We have Bruce encountering a uh, Catwoman before Catwoman. Uh, who becomes basically almost like a, an instructor teaching him how to you know get around sneak in and out and such as well as she, he's just he's he doesn't know any of this he's such a rookie at this that he he makes mistakes but as he makes the mistakes and as she advises him i think as a batman fan for me i'm like oh this snaps together for this skill that we always see for batman Oh, this kind of snaps in as oh, this is when when Bruce does this as Batman. You know what I mean? It's it is building building him up. It's building it all together, and I really like that throughout the book. And I, I do like this this new character. I do like the inclusion of Descartes. Uh, yeah, that's probably my favorite aspect of the book is the inclusion of Descartes because beginning to end is fun included in the origin of bruce wayne uh, and batman at some point and uh, i appreciate that and it's cool i, I there's a, there's a lot of begins in here like right mm-hmm. you know like yeah, bruce sure. wayne has to become a criminal to understand criminals and we can see where his uh affection for uh cat burglars comes from exactly uh, so that's interesting um 
it, it's good. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like the most amazing thing I've ever read. Cause just it, you know, and I, again, going, you know, I want to talk about zero year, just <laughs> when you try to like retell Batman's origin, it's like, ah, man, I don't know. Just year one's kind of slippery slope. Yeah. It's like, why are you doing this? It's gotta be good. And where zero year failed for me, I think this is succeeding. I'm, I'm into it. Um, I'm liking it and I'm, I'm very interested to see what goes on. And, you know, I, while I don't necessarily trust this uh, cat burglar uh, trust. just yet. Yeah. yeah. Trust. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> um, I, I, you know, there's part of me that wonders, is she working with Descartes? Like I just kind of am very skeptical of her right mm-hmm. now. I wonder what her angle is. Um, mm-hmm. And just, you know, I enjoy watching, I enjoy the early days of kind of watching Bruce fail a little bit, you know, like in begins when he, when he holds the staple gun to Gordon and then he runs and falls off, the, you know, the, the scaffolding or the fire escape as yeah. he jumps off the building. I, I, I like those moments, you know, in earth one, when the grapple gun doesn't work properly, uh, th- those things are really, I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. Like I enjoy the experience of watching him figure things out on the fly. Um and then like, I got just the way the book ended was just masterful with uh, the, the false bottom of the box. And you're like, oh, my God, why is there teeth in there? Like, what is this all about? Was this more than a jewelry heist? And then what's Ducard in this for? It, it's there's enough in there to keep me invested. I think it's very good. But then again, it's like, like I said, like, I'm like, eh, when you retell Batman's origin, like it's you got to be it's hard to be as good as year one. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know if I can let that. I don't know if I have to kind of lighten my grip on that to enjoy as much as you have, but uh, I can't say it's not a good story. And I take it as, and the artwork's beautiful as someone. Yeah. As someone who, I mean, you know that how, when it's Batman and Bruce, I want, I want Batman. I want Bruce in the cowl, the Cape and cowl, you know, on rooftops fighting and stuff like that. So that just credits, Zadarsky even more that this is Bruce Wayne. There is no dressing up as Batman in this, and it's got me from beginning to end. He's two for two. Uh, we are a fifth, 20% of the way through the story. Uh, and both of them for me are A's. I really, really like both. So it's a great, strong start. And I don't know where they're gonna go, but I'm I'm in. I'm invested. Yeah, I like it. No, I'm 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 gonna definitely buy. The next keep going sure and then bring it on i told you for the past couple months i was going to do this the following tuesday the last one batman versus bigby number six i told you i was going to reread i was going to read them all that's six issues now geez okay yeah this is a this was the finale Um, is this a batman twilight tie-in what is this tie into again fables okay there you go which i haven't read so i'm sure anybody who has probably will get more Easter eggs and snippets out of this, but as a standalone story, Pete going into it, reading it as, as in one like sitting or, you know, it was like two or three sittings mm-hmm. to read all six issues. Definitely played better for me. Um, overall. I mean, it's like, it's a fun Batman story in the end makes me think of moon of the wolf because, you know, you have this big, this big wolf uh, monster, you, okay. but that's interesting. The so it's the Batman villain, versus werewolves. No, they become allies. There's only one, but I mean, it's called a wolf. It's Batman versus Bigby, a wolf in Gotham. Like it's a wolf, okay. but the the villain I stopped after issue one. So villain is Bookworm Pete. What? How can Bookworm be a villain? Oh my gosh, it's fun. Oh my it's... god, Brian Lauer, so <laughs> Jesus, that's crazy. 
I'm not telling you that Pete, you need to go and you need to buy every issue and read right away. But I mean, it's, it's fun. If you can come across it and you come across it cheap, I don't think this lit the sales charts up in any way whatsoever. Uh, it was, it was fun though. Like harmless. You just want to read it, go ahead and read it. And like, you'll have a good time with it. And the art's pretty good. And there's covers by Yannick Paquette that are also really good. So there you go. Batman versus Bigby. It's fun. Sorry. So it's, not, not- it's like BVS. It's the title's misleading. <laughs> no <laughs> it is batman okay now i see what you mean though. okay yes they, I mean, they do fight though so i guess okay. it's not it's not misleading Ooh. uh so yeah there you go batman versus big and p that that's the list of batman centric books and now we've got we've got some honorable mentions there's quite a few <clears throat> matthew rosenberg who we gushed about earlier he wrapped up the joker presents a puzzle box number seven I can't, I, I was not, I did not read all the issues leading up to this finale, but I can't wait to read the whole thing. Wow, you haven't? One. How have you not been keeping up with this book? No, you're, do you forget that you and I talked? I did not read them all together like I did Batman vs. Bigsby. I've read every single month oh, as they've okay. come out, right. but as a refresher, like, because this has taken place over the last six months of like, it's probably if I'd have con- gone in fresh of issues one through six. But I don't exactly remember every detail. Um, but I think that it wrapped up fun. Overall, it was a good story. It was a fun story. It was a smart story. Um, everything you'd expect with a Riddler story, even though it is called Joker's Puzzle Box. It's kind of a Riddler story. Uh, I really dug that. Uh, do you want me to go through all mine and then you'll go through yours? Or do you want to comment what I comment? Because I know you read uh, uh, I mean, puzzle, um, puzzle Box. I thought Puzzle Box is just utterly brilliant. I love the finale. Uh, it's so Joker. And then to throw in that, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, oh, just, you know, the Riddler twist. And you're like, oh, man, it's, it's Rosenberg is just on fire right now. And yes. anything the man writes, I will read. I just I thought, you know, just a I think it's an epic conclusion to a Joker Riddler story it just really is in my eyes. And I, I couldn't be more pleased with it. Um, this is something that I, if there was ever an absolute edition, it would be purchased. Uh, I hold it to that high of a regard. I think Whoa. it's really fantastic. And uh, it's kind of a mind F, you know, like <laughs> yeah. trying to put this together as it's happening is very confusing. And, uh, you know, it, and I think that's the whole point. That's why it is a puzzle box. So I thought it was utterly brilliant. And I thought issue seven was just absolutely magic. And you get the whole freaking rogues gallery multiple times. Yeah. Throughout yeah. the whole run, which is also awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a great mini series. Uh, a great surprise for me was Suicide Squad Blaze number one. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that, that this you didn't. Okay, no. I think it's a blast. Uh, Amanda okay. Waller is typical Amanda Waller. The leaders of the Suicide Squad are Harley Quinn, Peacemaker, Boomerang, and King Shark, and. Mm-hmm they need more people to their squad. So it takes you through the process of getting more people to join their squad as well as who and what this new threat is, which is almost, it, it feels like it's a, a Superman gone wrong, um, which you may f- maybe feel like that's not a, a new, something new, but it, it, it actually, it kind of is, it works out really cool. And yeah, I think this is a one issue or I'm sorry, a three part series. And I think that it's funny that we've launched a new black label suicide squad story before the one that started like six months ago has even wrapped. We've been waiting forever for the third yeah. issue of that one, like which joke, now right? is 
it's supposed yeah i've get suicide squad get joker i think that now is in april we'll see <laughs> um but yeah suicide squad blaze number one was uh, is batman was in the book at all very briefly very briefly okay so yeah. that, that means that's good that means we can discuss we are robin at some point <laughs> just want to get that in there okay all right uh this one's wild strange love adventures number one it's like the oversized valentine's day mm-hmm. uh special dc special i wanted to read it mainly because uh your girl stephanie phillips was writing a story with illustrator john samariva um who's mm-hmm. been on this show before and is great and yeah that was a lot of fun a harley quinn story there's also a an alfred story there's i mean a shazam a peacemaker and then it ends with a really good batman riddler story really? so okay. that, i did not pick that up but uh, it, i mean that that's a that carries you know a heavy price tag it's like an 80 page uh book, right? spectacular yeah pretty much but consistently most of the stories are pretty good there's a shazam story in there i don't know if i said that already mm-hmm. um it's it's pretty fun there's a pretty fun book throughout uh nightwing 89 crossover with superboy or superman no it's super uh jo- jonathan against Superman. But jonathan okay yeah his uh that was good didn't i mean not as good as i did not enjoy this one as much as the previous nightwing issues but i mean it's still good the art is still fantastic Mm -hmm. and it's a crossover in which i did not look to see with it being a crossover it was part one of two and i haven't read the second part of that yet i don't know if it's out i haven't i haven't read it yet okay number nine superman son of kal-el number nine is the second part of that story. And I have not read that. Ah, the old school crossover. Yeah. That's not out yet. That comes out next month. There you go. Okay. We're going to make you buy this book if you're not reading it. That's right. (laughs) And then, I don't know, maybe my favorite book of the month over anything, Task Force Z number five. Because that story is awesome. Our boy, Matthew Rosenberg. That's right. He's on fire. Eddie Barrow's art. Oh my chef's kiss. Yeah. Um, he's beautiful. He's beautiful uh, shout out to Paul Herman, who finally just experienced the Red Hood story of Zadarsky. That was an urban legends uh, also with Zadarsky Eddie and Eddie Barrows. And yeah, and I told him I was like, man, this guy. He's great. So yeah, Task Force Z is bonkers. And I love yeah, all I'm the crazy that. places that it's going. I love it. It's it's insane because it's going places you don't think, and then two faces involved, Waller's involved, you know, <laughs> villains are dead, they're not really dead, and then you know it, it ties into future state a little bit where that Lazarus serum we saw mm-hmm. that in uh, Robin Eternal, uh, was it Robin Eternal, the Robin Future State book, um, and that ties into a lot of other things as well. Um, so yeah, I really I'm really enjoying that. It's just I got to say as as much as I, I wish Jason Todd was still dead. Uh, I think what they've been doing with the character for the last two years has been pretty remarkable. I don't think it's been written this good. I, I think this is the best the character has been written in his his history. So uh, I applaud them for finally. I agree with. Yeah. I agree with that. Like I don't know if yeah. there's people will can come back and say under the under the hood story. It's while the, the comic version of that I think is good. I like the movie version more, but I do I still think like three jokers this. Uh, I liked yeah. the oh my gosh because there's a lot of bad Jason Todd in that era as well like that stands yeah. out as the highlight of it but trying to pick out the highlight of Jason Todd within the past couple of years is going to be very difficult because you know it, it probably would be three jokers 
mm-hmm. that's not necessarily his story. He shares that. Sure. Book. Uh, this one is. And uh, it's, that urban legend story. That was yeah, the story. It's, the it's been pretty phenomenal. Suicide Squad get Joker. Yes. So we're waiting yeah. for the third and final book, but that's a his story and he's great in that. So yeah, they found a sweet spot with him. Yeah. Really uh, and good. I'm glad. Yeah, me too. Uh, my honor mentions is a little bit longer. Um, Batgirls number three. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, it's definitely a, a book for a younger audience, probably younger female audience, but the camaraderie between the three Batgirls is great. Uh, it, it, it just hearing them interact is fun. And I appreciate that. Like you combine spoiler, uh, Cassandra Kane and Barbara Gordon, and uh, it's a good time. Future State Gotham is absolutely brilliant. Um, again, another great Jason Todd story. What issue number is this? Uh, I'm up to number 10 right now. He's I think nine of them you've given like an, almost like an, a, a glowing yeah. review of. And uh, this was actually, I think the best use of Jace Fox until issue six of I am Batman. So okay. his Batman has made cameo appearances in this title, but it's really good. And it, it takes the best of future state and combines it into one story. And this new Joker, it, you know uh, it, it's pretty interesting stuff. He's, he's taken down everybody in Gotham. He seems to be a brute. He, he's very different from your traditional Joker. He's more of a force of nature. And then there is a backup story by uh, John Accardi and Sean Murphy. That is absolutely like must read. Sean because, Murphy. All right. Yeah. He's got, he's a, trying he's got a book figure, coming up soon. You know what I mean? Trying to figure out how the Batmobile got ruined, in my opinion, is one of the greatest mysteries of all. Because I, I haven't read a backup story, and this includes House of Gossam, this this much, because I'm just like, I'm like, oh man, did I miss? I keep rereading it, trying to pick up things, but, and it's it seems to be a very interesting mystery, and I would love for you to read it and tell me what you think, just the backup story, if, if you don't mind, because I'd love to get your your take on that. I think it's, I think it's, I would love to hear everyone's opinion on that, you know, from Eric Carter to, uh, you know, anybody if christ eric holzman you know if he wants to pick up a comic book for a change i'd love to see what he has to say uh so i would just i'm really fascinated by that so i really would like you to read that um joker 12 is probably the best that this book has ever been you're still reading it go you yeah well i've been reading it for punchline but this is the first time both stories i think are on i think it's the first i I think it's the first time that joker is actually better than punchline in in you know right. in the, the primary is better than the backup and cassandra kane shines in her scenes um we find out who is actually the the man behind the plan uh, uh harvey bullock is in it that's fantastic um robin's for, uh, robin's number four very interesting to find out who kidnapped tim drake and what's going on there so I, I recommend that catwoman 40 uh really good heist stuff catwoman getting nitty uh, gritty with the mafia i love that really brings me back to the, the roots and then what i think is uh, i'm going to say book of my month is robin 11 because what williamson does at the end of this book is something that batman fans have been begging for since the wedding you know this is we've been craving for this the return of this individual and it looks like finally we're going to get it i'm not going to spoil it but okay. um the whole like league of lazarus and everything and we really get a whole like rundown of Roz's family and we kind of actually feel a little sympathy for Roz because we find out his mother is an actually even more horrible person that he is so it Williamson really crafted this interesting dynamic and that final page that book I mean okay. oh my god I, I I mean I cannot stress enough how happy I am uh I I hope to god what happens what i think happens happens but i mean just the anticipation of that's why i'm giving a book of the month and it's funny because it's an album but just because what can come next from that splash page really has me excited 
And uh, I think all Batman fans are going to be very pleased with that. So Robin so, 11, I think, is required reading. As shout, are the first out to, shout out to uh, Javi Churio because he messaged me and said, hey, I told Pete this too, but I really think you need to read Robin 11. Uh, something about I think it, it paves the way for what's to come. Yeah, and he he was very spoiler free, and I meant to read it before we recorded, and I just wasn't able to. I'll be reading it. I'll be reading it today. Um, the first ten I'm, issues are great because there's a lot of great moments within the Bat Family as well. Okay, so I think you should really check that out. And again, uh, we said this about Jason Todd. This is the best Damien's been in the history of his character. Okay, uh, I've I've changed my tone on Damien. I'm actually enjoying him, and uh, I'm really digging this. So. I don't like the suit, but that's that'll change at some point. Remember, Tim Drake was looking like a UPS driver for a little bit. So, (laughs) as as uh, as Michael Keaton likes to say, things change. So, just again, highly recommend Robin Eleven. Fantastic. All right. Well, you said that that was your book of the month. Yeah. Um. Overall, over everything we talked about. So for me, what was my favorite? I mean, overall, gosh, that's tough, actually. It'd be Batman 120 or Suicide Squad Blaze number one, mm-hmm. I think. And maybe I'd go Suicide Squad Blaze number one is my favorite of everything we've talked about. I think that one was my favorite. But Pete, we've got to ask the people. We've got the next Batman poll. Uh, the previous one. And you can blame Nico Caruso for this because uh, last episode I let him have about a say. Kristen Stewart. No, <laughs> no should she play Poison Ivy? We got some Kristen Stewart name drop in that one. Um, but the, the poll question, I gave him two options and said I'm kind of torn between each one. We could have gone the route of who has the better rogues gallery, Batman or Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I almost thought, well, this is a Batman show. People, I think I don't know how close that, that question would be in the results. I think Batman would win by quite a bit. So he yeah. chose that the next, the second question, which was between Batman and Spider-Man, which character is more popular in comics? Strictly, strictly sticking to comics. He thought it would be closer that way. And I thought, yeah, I think it would be closer that way too. Everybody disagreed because 86% of people voted that Batman is a more popular in comics. And there was a lot of turnouts for this vote too. So mm. Um, not very close I at think all. That's, I think it can still be skewed though, because you have a primarily Batman audience. Um, that's true. Uh, Spider Man is the hashtag, and I I'm hashtagging Spider Man in this because I really want to try and get fair. Um, I would almost say if 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 you want to have a closer poll, I th- well this may this may be I don't know this may be a Justin Kowalski hot take. I'm not really sure. Okay, but I think the character with the third best rogues gallery is the Flash. So I, I wouldn't disagree. You, I think if you were to say who has the better rogues gallery between Spider-Man or the flash, I think you'd have a better competition. Gotcha. The flash book club coming soon. Uh, courtesy yeah. of Peter Vera. Right, right on the heels of uh, straight out of gamma, the Hulk book club hosted by me and Ryan Lauer. Spells like, sounds like yeah. tower. Yep. Yeah. That thing. All right. So Pete, the next, uh, the next poll question, which if you don't see it on Twitter at the Batman BC at the time that you hear this hang in there because it's coming Pete, you know what the question is uh, of these of the listed ones, which Batman book of this of February was your favorite Batman 120 detective comics 
Batman Catwoman number 10 or Batman the Night number two? Oh, Batcat 10. Batcat 10. All right. Yeah, For me, of so. those, uh, I know I just said it was Suicide Squad or Batman 120. Well, I'm kind of torn between Batman 120 and the Night because I'm just loving, I'm loving the Night, but probably give the edge to Batman 120. Well, so as go. long as you're consistent. I know. So of those four if, options, if you picked the night. I would I would have made fun of you for that. Like make up a goddamn mind. Like wow, you don't know what you're doing. This is how you end <laughs> you're up just flip flopping everywhere. <laughs> you're like, oh okay, cool. That's cool. I agree with you. You're like one of those guys on Twitter who just agrees with everyone. You know, you're just like it's okay to roll up the sleeves every once in a while. Yeah. Shame. But yeah, there's the Batman pool, and uh, Pete, that's Batman in February. We've wrapped wow. this up. Another month. This. Another month. Another month. Done. Yeah. And is next month lighter? Please say it's lighter. No. <laughs> because Murphy's Beyond the White Knight series starts, I believe we're getting another issue of Batman One Dark Knight. I believe the next Catwoman Lonely City uh, issue is coming out. Oh, finally, Tom- I can read that story in, a sh- in one shot. And Tom King's Batman Killing Time uh, kicks off. So yeah, right there. There's there's some extra books. That's interesting because I didn't like Curse of the White Knight. Curse of the White Knight. I did not okay. enjoy that story. So he's got to, he's got to win you back. He's, he's got to win you back to, on this one. You know, there's only that that Anton first Batmobile only goes so far. I didn't even say last month, so we felt like the load was lighter in December and January. Uh, that was because uh, Batman the animated series or the the Adventures Continue series mm-hmm. wrapped up in November. The uh, Legends of the Dark Knight. The series that I thought all eight issues were great. I loved it. Yeah, um, I, I had came across no announcement that it was only an eight issue series or anything that there's no more of those issues. Uh, maybe there'll be another volume of that. I don't know. So uh, Scooby-Doo, I'm not complaining. <laughs> Scooby-Doo Batman wraps up next month. So then Batman versus I, Big Me wraps so up this they've month. They've got to so do the, Scrappy, right? Scrappy's got to be in the book, in the story. Ace just comes and like bites his neck out. That'd be wow. awesome. I, we just talked about you know how bad animal cruelty is, and you want to turn into Michael Vick. It's different if it's animal versus animal, and one of the animals is Scrappy. So dog fighting is okay. It's not illegal <laughs> dog fighting, but dogs will <laughs> dogs will fight, and if Scrappy goes down, then I'm I'm all for that. So I can see your uh, Michael Vick poster from here. Oh, stop it, <laughs> uh, Pete. Thanks for going on this adventure yet again. I hope we get continue to do this for another year. Cause like I said, it's a lot of work. Uh, it's a lot of commitment. You're a busy man at your, as you're about to list off everything that you're up to in the nerd spectrum on top of all of your real, real life busyness. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, thanks for doing this. And why don't you go ahead and plug away? Uh, you can follow me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Zach Snyder's favorite platform, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. Uh, you can follow uh, podcast number one. It's news-based podcast, straight underscore O underscore G, straight out of Gotham. I co-host that with the champion of Long Island. That's Eric Holzman. Uh, you can follow podcast number two at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. I co-host that with uh, Deep Dish and Meatball. That is uh, Nico and Nick Caruso, uh, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. Uh, just three Goombas getting sloppy and talking about uh, Spider-Man. Check out my reviews of Detective Comics every week now. <laughs> Batman on film. I've got toy reviews for Jada Toys uh, Diecast Batmobile. I've got a Riddler and Penguin figure review uh, for Todd McFarlane uh, toys at, on BOF YouTube. I've got interviews with Michael Uslin 
on BYF YouTube. Uh, check out at Team Yellow Oval on Twitter. That's good stuff there. And, uh, you know, let's have fun, interact. There's a Facebook group and a Facebook fan page for Straight Outta Gotham. So there's a lot of good dis- discourse there. And uh, please give that uh, Twitter handle a follow at straight underscore O underscore G. It's a, it's a news aggregator. It, it, it's, it's wonderful. It's got everything you got. Hollywood Reporter, uh, Deadline, Variety, The Wrap, Collider, uh, Entertainment Tonight. Like, it's just, I, we try to make it just a one-stop shop for fanboys. So if you guys can go over there and give that a follow, I'd really greatly appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, Tower, take it, it away. It gave me the gift. Straight under, straight out of Gotham gave me the gift of the Google uh, bat signal animation. Ooh. Yeah, that was I learned fun. that from Straight Out of Gotham. I didn't see it anywhere until Straight Out of Gotham posted it, and then I saw it from others after the fact. And I was like, "Yeah, Straight Out of Gotham." Yeah. If you don't know Thank what I'm you. talking about, um, go to Straight Out of Gotham on Twitter, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, you'll have to scroll through a bunch of articles because I think that's from like two days ago. But <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the click. yeah, uh, Pete. This is the last episode before we finally get to hang out together. How about that? Yeah, I, you may I, not return next month now. <laughs> I, you know, next next week we are seeing uh, our most highly anticipated movie in mm-hmm. a very long time, probably right. for me since BVS. Uh, you know, I think we'll, we might have to talk about that at some point uh, mm-hmm. and get uh, whatever show we can get on, whether it's Batman on film, Street of Gotham, or the Batman movie club. Um, yeah, you know, we'll have to get that in, but yeah, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm excited. You're excited. People are, are giddy. It's, you know, it's a solo Batman movie and it, I, I, you know, I think it's safe to say the mainstream cares about Batman again. That's right. That's it. It's very exciting. Uh, more on that next month, I guess. But as for the show itself, you can follow, like I said earlier, the Batman Book Club on Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC for latest episode drops, upcoming episodes, and sometimes even some giveaways. Uh, creeping ever so slightly to that episode 100, and I don't think you'll want to miss that. So go to Twitter at the Batman BC, follow there. If you have any questions or comments uh, that you want to send into the show, you can do you can write in at the Batman BC at gmail.com. Subscribe to the YouTube page on YouTube, just the Batman Book Club. If you, like I already mentioned on Patreon, you can support the show that way. Patreon.com slash the Batman BC. You can also support tpublic.com. Uh, type in TBBC and it's the Batman Book Club store where you can buy merchandise like t-shirts, hoodies, notebooks, stickers, onesies for your little ones. But if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, that's 100% A-OK. Uh, the easiest thing you can do is leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Just go to the Apple Podcast page, rate and review. The link to that page is in the description of this episode. The more reviews that Batman Book Club gets, the more it helps spread the word. And the word is panic. So, for Peter R. Vera, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, read my Batman comments. <laughs>